Hi there, I'm Jen Hill Christie, and you're listening to Preacher. This podcast is designed around the reality that many of our churches are shrinking because we haven't created a place where everyone can belong. So if you're seeing that reality in your own church, or you've experienced that and left the church, this podcast is for you. Welcome. Hello, Preacher community. It's been a while. I've missed you. Fall has officially come and gone here in Oregon. At least that's what it feels like. Most of the leaves have fallen. We've had temperatures in the 20s a few times, frost on the rooftops, and of course, rain. But autumn's real signature move here is bringing in that endless gray-white sky. I used to describe it as a thick cover of clouds that hung low and oppressive, but that's not quite right. We have these dark mornings that give way to cloudy gray days, which too quickly relinquish their control for darkness to once again take hold. These are the days of more darkness than light. These are the days of chill and haze and drizzle and downpour. These are the days in which you'll drive to work in the dark and drive home in the dark, perhaps never stepping out into daylight. Thanks be to God for windows and skylights and flexible schedules and quick breaks outside. This is the season where we might go days or weeks without even so much as a glimpse of the sun. No joke. And we begin to doubt if it will ever return to us. This is the season of vitamin D pills and happy lights, of prescriptions for seasonal happy pills and waiting lists for tanning beds. Really, because apparently that's a thing. I know what you're thinking, though. You're already on Zillow looking for your new home here because I've painted such a glorious picture of November in Beaverton. But today, today, even as I write these very words, the sun is breaking through the gloom. What began as just a hint of light in an otherwise thickly gray sky slowly grew as I sat and wrote and wrote until its presence was unmistakable. Write all you want about the gloom she said. I'm just going to show up. You can keep your head down, scribbling out your complaints, but you'll miss the very thing you were longing for. I looked up from my long description of this season and weather that's so difficult for me, just carefully constructed complaints, really. And in that moment, the sun fully broke through the gloom, shining so brightly through the bare branches of trees in my backyard that I had to look away. It was surreal and glorious and striking and humbling. As I closed my eyes, letting the sun wash over my face, I swelled with gratitude for even just a brief reminder that the sun is still out there, that warmth and life and newness will indeed return to us in a few months, that this is a season, this is how our world is ordered. This planet we live on is living just like us, and it goes through seasons just like we do. I wonder how often I've gotten caught up in my own complaints over things big and small, real and imagined, that I've completely missed the presence of the very thing I was longing for. How often have I missed the beauty of what's right in front of me because it didn't meet my expectations or my desires? How many seasons have I rushed through or tried to hurry along because they were hard, uncomfortable, or painful? In a song by one of my favorite bands, the chorus says, The sun, it does not cause us to grow. It is the rain that will strengthen our souls. 
I love the song, but I used to be really irritated by those lyrics because one day Dave used it in a discussion we were having about living in Oregon. He made the point that what the Oh Hellos sing about is true, that it is the rain that will strengthen your soul. I didn't want it to be true. All I wanted was the sun. More and more of it, more often. I had had plenty of rain, thank you very much. And I want the sun to be the thing that causes me to grow. For about half of the year, the weather is hard for me up here. I know I'm not alone in this, but I gotta confess, I complain about it, like, a lot. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's beautiful here. All those tall evergreens need a lot of rain, I guess. It's getting better each year, but it's still a thing. It's still a struggle. And as much as it pains me to admit it, Dave's actually right about those lyrics. The oh hellos are right. When things are warm and sunny and Instagram perfect, it's great, but it's not necessarily growth. When the gnarly clouds are rolling in, the rain is pounding down, that's when things happen. That's when we're tested and pushed and challenged and when we can grow. Enduring the hard things, that's what opens the door for our growth. It's the hard things we struggle through and how we walk through them that shape us. And getting on the other side of that hard season, it helps us to appreciate the beauty and peace of the new season even more. As we practice gratitude, we're able to more clearly see the seasons for what they are. Temporary. Changing. Fleeting. A thing to be enjoyed or endured or cherished until it shifts and gives way to the next season. And when we're in a season that we feel like we just have to endure when we're struggling, one of the best things we can do is practice gratitude. Because there are always things to be thankful for. So I can keep my head down and focus on the gray skies and how much I wish it was sunny. Or I can look up and see where the light is shining through in unexpected ways. So Thanksgiving comes at a perfect time for me, when I'm up here enduring the weather that I don't prefer and hunkering down because it's still going to get a little worse and it's going to be around for a little while longer. As I've been reflecting on where I am in life and the good work I get to participate in, I want you to know how thankful I am for you. You, the one who's listening to this podcast right now. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, thank you. Thank you for opening yourself to the possibility of God doing a new thing in you. Thank you for daring to show up and hear a word from God spoken in the voice of a woman. Thank you for loving God and loving others. And thank you for connecting with me to tell me about listening to the podcast and the impact that it's having. One of you shared about how you listen as a family on the way to worship with your church that's not yet including women. I love that. Bethany listens while she's doing housework. Jen was moved by the message of love and inclusion for those who might have been told no by the church. Kelly loves how women are using their power, their voices, and their stories for good in this world. Amira says this podcast is giving her life. Thanks be to God, and thank you for joining me in this journey. I am thrilled to bring to you season two of the podcast starting next week. We've got some amazing women preachers from across the country who have been dwelling in the text and dwelling in the world and dwelling on your behalf, you, the listeners of this podcast. These are women who have been waiting patiently for a word from God. 
waiting for God's spirit moving in their lives and in their hearts and in their minds to give them a word of hope, a word of challenge, a word of encouragement, a word that we need to hear today, you and I. I am so excited to share their sermons with you over the coming weeks. In season one, we walked through the first part of the Gospel of Luke. We talked about impossible pregnancies and where and to whom God chooses to go and what that requires. We walked around with Jesus so that we could get a better look at him, who he is and what he's all about. We were right there when his ministry launched, and we heard the praises as well as the criticisms. He made a lot of friends, but also a lot of enemies. It seems like the more this guy opens his mouth, the more polarized the crowd gets. We invited Jesus over for dinner and got a lot more than we bargained for. Over delicious bread and soup, we were faced with some hard realities about ourselves and had to choose whether to keep up this new friendship or walk away. We got honest with ourselves about fears and suffering and things that hold us back. We learned that we still have some inner work to do. And we got to witness some of the most beautiful and inspiring miracles ever. Who knew that our own faith could heal us? I am so pumped to witness and participate in this crazy thing God is up to here. I will see you guys next week with Season 2, Episode 1, where I'll preach from Luke 10 and share some exciting news. Until then, have a wonderful Thanksgiving. If today you find yourself on the outside, without a seat at the table or a voice in the conversation, may you lean into the truth that you're always welcome in God's community. If you're one who bears the name minister, pastor, elder, shepherd, or you're considered a religious or faith leader, may you extend God's yes to those you might have said no to in the past. May you be emboldened and encouraged to honor the space that God has already created for all. If something in you was stirred today, reach out. Hearing from you helps to shape the future of this podcast and this community. You can always email me at jenhalechristie at gmail.com or connect on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn at jenhalechristie. Thank you to all who have already emailed, texted, and connected through social media. Please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing this podcast. It lets me know you're part of this community, you find value here, and it helps others discover it. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time.